Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. They say home is where the heart is. It's also where the microphones are. Live from their homes in undisclosed locations. Here are Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hey there, it is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Always a pleasure to talk to Dr. Barry Howard. He is the lead pastor at church at Wyuka. We're going to catch up with him, see what's going on for Easter. And uh, we're going to talk Ukraine. He's got some connections there. He uh, actually, we're going to talk about the First Baptist Church uh, in, is it Corson, Ukraine, Doc? That's correct. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And also some uh, workshops, post-pandemic ministry workshops that he's been involved in. We want to know all about it. First of all, how are you? Hey, guys, doing great. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's great to see the spring weather coming in. It's great to be moving beyond the pandemic. And despite mm-hmm. the various concerns around the world, it's a great time to be alive and serving. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, let's do this. Let's catch up uh, with uh, Church at Wyuka. What's coming up for Easter? Uh, multiple services. Uh, what, do, what do you got going on over there? You know, this is a great time of the year for many reasons. And after two years of having to minimize uh, things during Lent and the Easter season, we're looking forward to a full schedule. Um, And so we've already had our Ash Wednesday services. We're involved in a Lenten series of sermons on the God factor, exploring different things about the intersection of faith and life. And then uh, certainly during Holy Week, which is just around the corner, we'll be having Palm Sunday services Uh, Holy Wednesday services, uh, Thursday, have a Monday, Thursday service. But this year, after two years of postponement, the Buckhead Community Churches are having their community Good Friday service. Wayuka has been on hold to to, uh, host that event. So we've been spiffing up the campus, getting ready to invite our neighbors (laughs) and fellow churches to join us at noon on Good Friday. And then, of course, Resurrection Sunday, we're having one grand service in person celebration after two years of virtual. So it's mm-hmm. an exciting time. And, and, and by the way, you know, I learned years ago, more people think about their faith and think about God and rethink their faith during the Christmas and Easter season than any other time of the year. Yeah. So we want to help them along, ask the right questions as they rethink what faith means to them. And it's going to be a special Easter Sunday this year. Uh, we were talking to another pastor just recently how not only is this kind of post-pandemic, I mean, we're still kind of dealing with it some, but at least people are loosening up some. And it's not in the middle of spring break for most mm-hmm. of the schools around Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So you might have an actual full house uh, that's been a while uh, that we've had that on Easter, right? Uh, it's certainly true. You know, and I, I wish we could sync with all the school systems. It's always a little bit of a challenge when people yeah. are traveling, but we encourage mm-hmm. them to make the best of those opportunities. But yeah, this year uh, it falls in the middle of April. We've had a couple of early uh, Easter seasons recently. And so uh, just great timing and uh, looking forward to welcoming a lot of people back for the first time. Although mm-hmm. many have joined us online faithfully and other churches, uh, they've they've been faithful to tune in. It's it's even better to be there in person. Online is always the next best thing to being there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and we're praying that uh, the altars will just be full uh, during the, all those uh, events because I'm I'm thinking that people are just ready to get back to normal. 
be bringing friends and uh, neighbors, relatives, whomever to get back into, you know, to, to worship and uh, to hear the message. Dr. Barry mm-hmm. Howard, uh, lead pastor of Church of Wyuka. All right. We spoke a little bit uh, via email, Doc, about Ukraine and you have some connections there. And we've been talking, I guess, for weeks trying to figure out, you know, how can we what can we do? How can we help? And you have some connections there. Let's talk about that. Well, yeah, certainly I've admired the Ukrainians for years for a variety of reasons. But um, the personal connection, uh, when my wife and I were privileged to serve the First Baptist Church of Williams over in Jacksonville, Alabama, as we were preparing to move to Kentucky in 1995, we didn't want the church. They gifted us with so many things. We just said, you know, we don't need gifts. We just we want to hear from you. Well, they overwhelmed us. They came back and said, well, we're going to raise money to build a church in your honor. And so they mm-hmm. raised money to contribute toward the building of a church in Corson, Ukraine, which is now mm-hmm. the First Baptist Church. Interestingly, the church had its 20th anniversary in 2016, and I was invited to come and be their speaker. But Russian troops were already amassing on the border, and the State Department encouraged us not to travel. They were discouraging any Americans from, uh, from entering. So we were hoping to be able to go back and still hope to be able to go back when this uh, current conflict is over. So in addition to other friends that have served there through the years, uh, we're staying in close touch with uh, Misha and Vera Chapra, the pastor and his wife. They have uh, sent their daughter and grandchildren to a safe place, and they've stayed behind to minister to refugees in Corson. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're helping a lot of displaced persons. They're feeding, they're fueling cars. And so we're very grateful to be a part of their support team. What are you hearing from them? What kind of stories are you hearing from them? Uh, hopefully, are they're not they're not in Kiev, Kiev, however you say it. I've heard it both ways, uh, or, or some of the main places where the Russians are, or are they being affected as well by the, by the army advances? So they're not in a direct area of uh, that's being bombarded. In fact, many of the folks that are fleeing Kharkiv and um, Lviv and and Kiev are going south to Korsun. And so some are trying to get out of the country. Some are temporarily relocating, hoping they can get back in their home areas soon when this thing settles. So Misha and Vera stayed behind to help uh, the displaced persons. They've turned the church into a mission center, mm-hmm. and they're trying to help people uh, find the resources they need to stay afloat, And which, as you can imagine, is a challenge unto itself. We have been praying and praying for them. God would be their shield, uh, just protect them. And the hearts would, uh, you know, the hearts would 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 be turned. Uh, God's will be done in the whole process. We also started praying for the uh, the Russian Christians. They've got to be in a a hard place. Uh, those that you know follow after Christ uh, it is not something that they want to see as well. But we continue to to lift them up. Are, are you being asked a lot of questions, Doc, about what's going on here? Uh, you know, cause a lot of times people. Will, We'll think, you know, in times, is this with the bear coming down from the north? Blah, blah, blah. Are you are you being asked a number of questions or what? Uh, you know, not as many as I would have thought, though. Those questions have floated around for years. I appreciate the guidance I was given by one of my mentors years ago. I said people ask a lot of questions about the end time speculating, but they just need to remember Jesus' words. No one knows the day nor the hour yeah. mm-hmm. and live every day one day at a time. Uh, what I would say is, while we don't want to give away locations, you're right. The Russian Christians are in a bind, and there are many, many of them. So mm-hmm. the church that Dave serves, that I was privileged to serve for several years, had a long-time uh, partnership with Russia. They were one of the first churches to go into Russia, both with choir and mission teams following the, the lifting of the Iron Curtain. 
And so we've been in touch with some of the Russian Christians that we've worked with. And I wanted to know, are you aware of what's going on? Are you getting the news? And the response was, absolutely. We know what's happening. And many of the pastors and Christians in Ukraine are not just their spiritual kin, they are their cousins. Yeah. So the churches in Russia and the Christian churches in Ukraine, many of them have prayer partnerships where they're staying in touch with one another and helping mm. one another the best they can without the Russian Christians exposing their families to unnecessary risk. Well, it's good to hear that they're able to keep up and they're actually getting information, yeah. hopefully all of the information, not necessarily just one side. Uh, so what can folks here, we get so many calls, what can we do to help? What can folks do? Is there a way that they can help through the, the, the church uh, where, where you guys are? Uh, you know, absolutely. We have two different funds going, but as people have asked, there's so many wonderful ways to help. My mm-hmm. personal advice to people is try to help through a congregation or a reputable Christian agency. Don't help through an agency where a significant portion is going to go to administrative costs. Right. World Vision is always a great place to uh, uh, to be able to assist your denominational entity, Southern Baptist, United Methodist, Episcopal, Lutheran churches all have wonderful agencies that are providing relief and support. There's a group out of Virginia that the folks in Pensacola are working with called Answering the Call. There are actually three members of the church at Pensacola that slipped into Ukraine to deliver supplies two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They borrowed a minibus from a local evangelical congregation and used the bus to deliver supplies in and then used the bus to bring women and children out across the border. Wow. So local churches many times have these personal contacts. Interestingly, at Wayuka, I'm meeting with another pastor right after this meeting. We're going to get three or four churches to go together to provide a many of safety. And so we're trying to pool our funds together. Right now, we don't know specific opportunities for people to go in. People have even asked, can they go to volunteer centers in Romania and Poland? Uh, there may be some who are accepting volunteers, but they have plenty of volunteers that need resources. So the big thing up front is providing funds through a reputable church or agency. We mm-hmm. do think that uh, down the line, there's going to be opportunities to go in and help rebuild churches. There's going to be opportunities to sponsor families. There's going to be opportunities to uh, provide uh, specific meals and support for refugee centers. For example, the Ukrainian Theological Seminary has been turned into a refugee camp. Mm-hmm. Long term, once the conflict subsides, people, many don't have homes to go back to. So they're going to be yeah. living in these centers for a long period right. of time. They're mm-hmm. going to need clothing. They're going to need food. They're going to need teachers to come in and educate their children. So we're still sorting out what the specific needs are going to be. Right now, the big need is prayer and funding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we were talking about the other day on the show. It's, you know, once this is said and done, they're going to want to come back, and rightfully so. I mean, that's going to be uh, quite an event as mm-hmm. well. They're going to need, need taken mm-hmm. care of. Mm-hmm. You're right. Their houses are, are, are gone, and, and they just need help. Thank God that uh, there are folks there that can do that. We're talking with Dr. Barry Howard, uh, church at uh, Wyuka. You can go to org. Uh, to find out what Doc was talking about uh, just a little while ago, and, and of course, the Easter services as well. Doc, we'd love to talk to you, uh, let's say, uh, somewhere around May or June, just catch up with you. Uh, we appreciate uh, just the relationship that we have with you. We're proud of, uh, of you guys, and you're, you're an amazing guest, an amazing person. Uh, check it out, wayuka.org. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Hard Life. 
Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.